Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, back to the Johnny B Show. Johnny B Show. Friday night, 102.5 The Bone. The entire show is here, myself and Will. That's it. Hey. How how y'all doing? How's it going? Yep, same old, same old. Uh, Lightning update, they are still down three to one. The third period is just uh, kind of started. Come on, guys. Hey, man. They may have to take an L tonight. It's okay. Oh, screw them. Okay. Islanders can. Oh, they got a power play, though. All right. All right, Lego. There we go. There we go. Uh, what an exciting weekend, man. I, um, I've been giddy all week. I, I have actually lost sleep this week because I am so antsy about football season. Like, I lay in bed and I start looking over Buccaneer content and I can't sleep because I know Very we're exciting. so close. We're Very so close. Exciting. There's not really. And I saw that the ratings for the Thursday night game are not great. On Thursday, okay, they've been trying to, like, we're aware that the season's starting, but I don't know if a passive fan really even knows that the season has started. You know what I mean? Just because of COVID, no preseason. If you're not, if you're not like an uber NFL fan, yeah. you probably assume that it's going to be delayed like every other sports uh, mm-hmm. league has been delayed. Yeah. But uh, the NFL is the first uh, league since the pandemic that actually started on time. I mean, you know, sans preseason you know but the regular season started right on time and it looks like everything's going to be uh, moving forward uh let's go to the phone lines now for our very first bucks break of the uh 2020 season uh on the hotline it is red matthew what's up buddy what's going on y'all how you doing good Yo. man it's, it's sad that we can't have you in studio like always but uh at least uh, we have you on the phone and hopefully the connection is good and we can get uh, the best audio possible. So you could spit this audio out to uh, the Cannon Fire podcast listeners. I know you, your fan base is growing every single day. So uh, congrats on that, first of all. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. Just hanging in there. Yeah. I excited mean, for football season, oh, though. Man. Definitely excited. I mean, this is the craziest offseason of all time for the Bucks, obviously. And uh, it just... It's such a historic game when you really think about it. It could either go really well or uh, not that well, but I'm anxious either way. Yeah, it, it seems like that's really the, the the take for most of the pundits out there. It's like there's not going to be like a mediocre uh, result. It's either going to be the Bucks are going to murder this year uh, the way their roster looks like they possibly could, or it's going to be the biggest letdown of any team ever. And I hate hearing the negative talk, I, but – you look, that's part of sports media. You're going to have the negative side of everything. Everybody can't be all, you know, uh, rainbows and, and, uh, and, and, you know, stars and, and shiny, happy people, you know. So, I don't know. I, I'm going with math, Rhett. I'm going with logic. And logic and math says that they're a 10-6 and 6 team, possibly 11-5 and 5 team. Um, maybe better? I don't know. So, we'll see. Um but the excitement is overwhelming. I've never seen this much hype around any team 
from one year to the next. I mean, when you go from what we had last year to what we have this year, it's it's unprecedented. Nobody's ever had that big of a turnaround roster wise where you add the pieces that the Bucks have added. Uh, in the midst of a pandemic, still doing so many great things in the off season and putting things into into place. Uh, what the Bucks have done and what Jason Light has done is is pretty magnificent. I it's it still doesn't seem real to me. I don't know how you feel. Do, do you feel like sometimes like like this is kind of a weird dream and we're gonna wake up and COVID nineteen was never a thing and Jameis Winston's throwing an interception in the middle of uh, while you're waking up. <laughs> I honestly, I just think it's exciting to see the city of Tampa actually excited about Buccaneers football. Like you've always had your Bucks faithful, the people who have been there through all the bad games, the bad seasons. But you know, the casual fan has really never given a damn about Bucks football. And now that you bring in Tom Brady, obviously the off season that they had, you know, people are just excited. Like Tampa is excited for football. I've had more people talk to me about like my Bucks T-shirt in the store over the past three or four months right. than I think I have my entire life. And that, that just says everything in itself. You know, people are pumped about this Buccaneers team. And I, I used to frown upon bandwagon fans, but I've learned in my old age and, uh, and learned from going to many, many Bucks games where there's more visiting fans than home fans. I don't mind bandwagon fans. As a matter of fact, I welcome bandwagon fans. Come on over. Plenty of room for you. We need all the fans we can get because when they start – letting fans back into that stadium. I want it to be red and pewter. I don't want it to be blue or green or any other stupid color from some other city. Um, and I am, I am really, really, I'm overwhelmed by how many bandwagon fans that, that are coming over. Uh, I have a friend, a friend that's a Detroit Lions fan. He come walking in the other day with a Tom Brady jersey on. I go, hey, man, what's going on with that jersey? He goes, oh, I've been living here 12 years. I'm a Bucks fan now. I go, okay. Uh, another friend of mine's a New England fan, raised in Boston, and now he's a Bucks fan. He goes, "Yeah, my my uh, uh, he goes, uh, my loyalty is to uh, Gronkowski and Brady. So, uh, you know, uh, screw the Patriots. I'm a Bucks fan." I go, "Okay, that's weird. You know, it's gonna be weird having a guy go, yeah, the Bucks are wicked hot. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's gonna be really weird hearing a Boston accent and scream for the Bucks. But I'll take all." the bandwagon fans from anywhere it's fine uh because the hype is real and look uh i saw somebody i want to say it was somebody from the buckaholics group posted a picture the other day on social media of a sports store in arizona and they had probably half the store was bucks jerseys and they go the hype the the caption was the hype is real this is arizona (laughs) it's like wow so we're the darlings of the nfl right now for the first time ever Oh, yeah. I mean, we were, I was watching the Chiefs game the other night, and dude, three, four, five NFL commercials, and you notice in the past, if it's like an NFL shop commercial, yeah. or if it's an NFL sponsorship with something, they don't show Bucks fans, they don't no. show Bucks players, they don't show any of that stuff, but now whenever you see one of those commercials, they always make sure they squeeze in some time to either flash Tom Brady in the jersey yeah. or show some Bucks fans, and it just really seems like... You know, everybody's paying attention. For better or for worse, the fact that more people are watching definitely makes me feel good. I know you probably saw that map where on Sunday, like 75%, 85% of the country at 425 is going to be watching Tampa Bay and New Orleans. I think the only area that's not is like Arizona and San Francisco, and that's because those two teams are playing in those markets. So, you know, everybody knows. And uh, 
if they don't want to know, it's unfortunate because they know. Like everybody's talking about the Bucks. It's just it, it definitely is a weird feeling, and like you said earlier, a little bit of a dream. I love it too, and and a lot of the talk with uh, Bucks media is how happy um, we are that some of these unsung heroes, some of these players that we know in this market that are some of the best in the NFL are finally going to get that national exposure. Guys like Levante David, uh, Chris Godwin, these guys that are, that are you know, Pro Bowl caliber players are now going to finally be household names. Hell, even Mike Evans, like if you're not like a real football fan, you know, you don't play fantasy football or you don't play Madden or anything, there's people in other markets that still don't know that Mike Evans is a top five receiver in the league. They have no idea. Now they're going to know. They're going to go, who in the hell is this? This beautiful, beautiful tattooed man that's catching all these passes. Like, uh, we're finally going to be in the forefront. Like, a lot of these players, like Ali Marpet, he's going to start getting respect as a guard, you know. So, uh, all these players that people don't know. Even O.J. Howard, I I think he is poised to have a ridiculous season. Uh, Like, he's got his head in the right space. Uh, A lot of of the the scuttlebutt from inside of uh, of the Bucks uh, Palace over there is that – you know, he had lost faith in Jameis and that he was just kind of over the whole scene. And, you know, and now he's got this renewed uh, energy and and, uh, and focus with Tom Brady. And look, the guy's got all the tools. So I don't know. I'm excited about the whole thing. I think everybody is. And I'm, I'm just happy that we have three one o'clock kickoffs. That's it. Everything else is prime time. It's 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 insane to me. So. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Just the exposure, but they got to play the games, Rhett, and that's what we got to talk about. Um, what what you think? And I know you've talked about this with Evan. Um, like a realistic opinion. Take your heart out of it. That's what I try to do. I try to be realistic and and, and really break down the season, break down these matchups, and see what realistically can uh, can come about this season for the Bucks. And it, look, every year I, I predict like a really big winning season because I just go with my heart. Last year I said they're going to go eleven and five. In my defense, if you cut those interceptions in half and you make a couple of field goals at the end of games, I was right on the money probably. But you know, I digress. Um, let's start with Sunday. We're playing the Saints. They pretty much have the same team they had last year. They added a a better safety. They added a. A good number two receiver and uh, and Manny Sanders. Uh, besides that, you know they their offensive line still pretty good. I know Carlo uh, Carlos Ruiz. I'm gonna get his name right. Carlos Ruiz, the rookie guard. Caesar uh, Ruiz. Caesar yeah, Ruiz. I, I just named him. Player, they moved him over to guard. Yeah, I named. Yeah, he played for Michigan. He was a center, and now he's a guard. He's out for Sunday. So. I think yes, I, sir. So is uh, so is big Marcus Davenport, their mm, defensive end on that line. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a big loss for them as well. Their defensive line last year against the Pucks, I mean, those guys feasted. So any pieces that are going to be missing on that defensive line is hopefully going to make things easier on uh, rookie Tristan Wirfs at right tackle making his first start and then everybody else on that offensive line as well. I'm excited about Tristan Wirfs too. Like, I think a lot of people are just assuming because he's a rookie, he's going to look like an idiot. Um, but he's a rookie out of Iowa. And Iowa is probably the most NFL-ready offensive line scheme uh, in in that whole conference, they, they all they do is produce uh, Pro Bowl offensive linemen, you know. So he was running a pro style system. He's one of the most athletic offensive linemen I've ever seen. Um, you know, I'm still trying to jump out of my bathtub the way he did out, out of that pool, and I'm going to break my leg. The guy's ridiculous. 
I, I think he's going to be a lot better than people are expecting. Yeah, he's got to go up against Cam Jordan, but they're going to chip him. They're going to put Gronk over there. They're not going to leave him out there on an island. I don't, I don't think they are, even though uh, Bruce Arians this week, by the way, great week for quotes by Bruce Arians. He was killing it this week. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah, when they when they asked him, uh, you know, how how's Tristan Wirfs gonna, you know, what's the plan against Cam Jordan? He he said, "Well, it's pretty simple. He's got to block him." All right, thanks, coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good. When uh, when it comes to when it comes to Tristan Wirfs, you know, I don't have a whole lot of worries that he's going to be able to fit in on that right side of the line. The guys around him are really a talented bunch of offensive linemen. You know, people like to point out certain analytics and staff and say, oh, they gave up this many sacks and this and this. Maybe part of it was Jameis hanging on to the ball a little bit too long. But the fact of the matter is this. Ryan Jensen, top five center in the NFL. We know Ali Marpet, former All-Pro guard. Um, uh, excuse me, Alex Kappa. He had a pretty good season last year. He stepped it up from his yeah. rookie season where he didn't play very much at all. Donovan Smith, contract year for him. You know, if he doesn't play well this year, Bucks don't have to pay him next season. So pretty critical for him especially Brock, Block and Brady, and then, of course, you got Tristan Wirfs. But the offensive line, I'm going to be watching them on Sunday, but I will say realistic expectations I have for this team. Looking at the offense, it's really easy to look at all the flashy weapons that Tom Brady has. I mean, it's Tom F. and Brady, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's going to be a slow start. I think those Brady-organized OTAs that they had back in April when they were at Berkeley prep throwing passes before anybody else was, I think those will pay off. I think they'll come in more prepared than people think they are. But the first few weeks of the season, they're going to be looking to get that chemistry rolling on offense. He's going to be looking to connect with his receivers, figuring out who he can go to in the end zone, those big red zone targets, figuring out just how that all works out. You know, So I'm expecting a little bit of a, a rough start, but nothing um, catastrophic, I guess, to say the least. But realistic expectations. I'm just curious to see how that momentum gets rolling against New Orleans. Uh Give us uh, your prediction for the score. Tell us your MVP and tell us the position uh, that you're the most concerned about, whether it's offense or defense. Um, I look at the score of this game, and honestly, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I've hmm. heard a lot of people expect a shootout. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick going up against the Saints in the Superdome 2018 week one kind of thing. And I just don't expect it to happen. I really don't. You know, week one, this is a fresh team for Brady. The Saints – the Saints have that chemistry with each other. They've been playing with each other season after season. You've got the same core of players. You've got the same head coach, Drew Brees, Sean Payton, the head coach, Michael Thomas. These guys have been together for a while. For Brady and the Bucks, it's a little bit newer. So I'm just expecting them to kind of have a feeling out process. So I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I, I don't expect Brady to go into the Superdome and throw, you know, 350-plus yards, 300-plus yards. I think they're going to dink and dunk for a few drives maybe take a couple of shots because it's a Bruce Arians offense. But overall, I've got a low-scoring game. I do have the Bucks winning this one at 28-24. to 24. Going back to what I said, I think those Brady organizers OTAs in the Hold spring on. are going to pay off. Red, Red, did you just say 28-24 is a low-scoring game? Yeah. All right. Okay. Man, I can hardly wait I for mean, a high-scoring game. Well, Kansas – Maybe because it was some last-minute touchdowns, but Kansas City put up 38 on Thursday night. I don't think the Bucks are going to get anywhere over 30. I don't think either team's going to score over 30. I knew Kansas City was going to cover the spread only because they have a certain defensive back that plays for Houston that uh, any team that he's ever played for gives up a lot of points. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I actually forgot he played for them up until he missed that tackle, and then I remembered. <laughs> hey, who's that dummy, number 28, that just missed a tackle? Um, all right, so who do you think the MVP of the game is going to be? Um, it came out today that Mike Evans is listed as doubtful. So I've got Chris Godwin stepping up, and I think he's going to be the number one connection for Brady throughout the afternoon. You know, he's got a lot of other weapons, but we've seen Chris Godwin in a spot before where he's got to step up and be the number one wide receiver. I think he does it week one, does a great job, and I think he finishes with probably the most impressive day on the offense. So Chris Godwin for me. Nice. All right, Will, same questions. Yep. Uh, Score, MVP. I, I hate to do this to everybody, you son of a bitch. But my feeling, oh, my gut feeling, is uh-huh. that the Saints will win this game. But I think it'll be close, and I think it'll be competitive, and I think it's going to actually be a good thing for the Buccaneers to lose this game, come out and lose Week One, because it'll keep them a little humble. Uh, but I think they'll look good, and I think the score will be twenty-four twenty-seven, New Orleans. Right. Uh, MVP of the game, I think uh, Scotty Miller is going to come through if Mike okay. Evans doesn't play. He seems like he's getting yeah. a lot of balls thrown his way. Tom Brady calls him Scooter. It's yeah. already sticking. That's mm-hmm. his nickname now. All right. Um, okay, I forgot, uh, Rhett. What is the position you're most concerned about with the with the, with the Bucks this weekend? Um, I mean, we just talked about him, but I think it's that offensive line. Okay, you know if. If for whatever reason this offense just can't get rolling, I'm going to be looking at the offensive line. You know, the run game is obviously important. I don't think they need to abandon this one because I think whoever has the better run game is going to come out the winner of this game. But I just need to see that offensive line pass uh, pass block for Brady. Like, gotcha. I need, I know that they have the benefit of him getting the ball out of the pocket much faster than Jameis Winston was able to do a lot of the times. But they still got to block for him. You know what I mean? They got to go out there and do their job. And – it's a Saints defensive line that just absolutely ate them up last year. And I know you look back at the tape, a lot of it was the right tackle position. DeMar Dotson was just, he was aging a little bit. You know, I love the guy, but he was getting up there. He was crumbling sometimes. He's old, man. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just interested to see how they match up. If they can contain that defensive line, keep the pressure off of Brady for just long enough, I think it allows this offense to get running a little bit sooner than they would like them to. You know, just keeps problems out of it. Um, so, yeah, the offensive line. I, I really hope they have a good game and um, allow Brady to do what he's got to do. Uh, real quick, and uh, you can edit this out of the podcast if you want, but the Lightning just tied it up, baby. Woo! They scored, they there we scored, go. They scored two goals during this conversation. Damn, I yeah. saw the, the first one right when we started. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Let's go Lightning. Blah, okay. blah. Right, Isn't, that, anyway. is, isn't that the story of the postseason so far for the Lightning? I mean, the comeback kids, they make it happen in the last possible minute, right? Dude, this is the year for this town. All right, the Rays are going to win the World Series. Yep. Lightning's going to win the Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. and the Bucks are going to host. Oh, looks host like they're the reviewing Super Bowl. it though. Shut up, Will. Anyway, okay. So, Will, how do you feel about position-wise? Are you concerned? Do you think offensive line also? Well, I saw on uh, one of the publications. I can't remember which one. It might have been NFL.com. They ranked defensive backs and the secondary, and yeah. the Bucks were almost dead last. They were dead that. last. In the end. They and, were dead last. And that, that rating can suck it. They're full of crap. All right? They're going by the entire season. They're not going by the body of work at the end of the season, what they're actually dealing with now. And they were actually rated one of the top – defensive back groups for the last five games of the season. So, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. I see, you got a new rookie starting at safety. So I know. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah with a, with was... a pedigree, baby. Um, all right. Yeah, that was quite a surprise. So, I'll give my uh, my prediction for the game, okay? Uh, you guys are going to freak out on this one, right? 
and this isn't me being a homer. I have went over this in my big, fat, gelatinous noggin for weeks, and I've come down to this. I think the Bucks are going to beat the crap out of them. Really? I really do. I think it's a statement game. I think that uh, Tom Brady wants to let Drew Brees know there's a new daddy in this division, and you are not going to roll into – into that stadium, looking the way Drew Brees looks. I don't know if you've seen him lately in videos. He looks 75 <laughs> years old. This guy has aged during the pandemic. I don't know if it was after he talked about the kneeling thing a couple months ago. If that aged him, I don't know what happened to Drew Brees. But he he is a breeze away from breaking his hip. He's getting old. He is getting old. I yeah. saw that him and Brady both had the same throwing coach. Tom Brady. To Tom Brady looks yards. young and and just uh, full of energy. I almost said that something dirty. Um, Tom Brady is ready to play. Um, he wants to come out that first game. He wants to whoop some ass. And I agree with what Rhett said. I think there's going to be a lot of dinking and dunking. I think they're going to be. And the reason why is because they want to establish a rhythm is what they want to do. So they're, they're going to establish the run game. I think the Bucks are going to have a, a much better run game. Uh, Carmen Vitale, over a, a reporter for the Buccaneers, she said uh, in an interview recently that the run schemes that they're running in practice right now, way different than last year. I mean, Talking, getting tackles out on the second and third level. Uh, now they have all that athleticism. Now they have Gronk there, who's an, a ridiculous blocker at tight end. Um, I think I think we're going to be really surprised by how the uh, the run game improves. Um, so I think I think it's an ass whooping. I think we win this game thirty-one to seventeen. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, straight up. Um, I also think the MVP of this game. Uh, is going to be Leonard Fournette. I think he's going to get a couple of red zone touchdowns. They're going to feed him the rock in in the red zone, and uh, because he he grew up in New Orleans, he would love to score in his hometown. He never played the Saints as a Jacksonville Jaguar for three years, so it's the first time ever playing the Saints uh, where he grew up. I think uh, they're going to give him a little love there, uh, welcome him to the team with some carries in the red zone. So I think two touchdowns for Leonard Fournette on. Uh, on Sunday, I think uh, as far as the, the the position group I'm worried about, even though I think they are greatly improved and they're not 32nd ranked in my mind, I got to worry about the, the young defensive backs going against uh, Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders and Drew Brees. I, I got to worry about uh, a rookie safety, you know, getting uh, his mind screwed by Drew Brees, you know, and He's going to take some growing pains and some lumps. It's going to happen. I think he's going to be phenomenal. I really do. But it's the first game. He's going to be nervous. He might jump on a pump fake and get burned by Jared Cook or something. So I'm worried about them more than anything. Everybody else I'm pretty comfortable with. I love the defensive line depth. I even like the outside linebacker depth. A lot of people are worried about, you know, is Nelson going to be good coming in? Is uh, Look, I like Quentin Bell. I like Quentin Bell. I'm glad he made the team. The guy is super fast. People don't know about Quentin Bell. The guy was a track star in high school, broke records, uh, state records in high school. He was a wide receiver for two years in college and became a defensive uh, end and, a, and an outside linebacker. He is lightning fast. So I like Quentin Bell coming in off the bench. So I'm fine with the defense, uh, except for the defensive backs. I think that they're still growing. But uh, I think that we're going to score so much. I think we're going to control the clock with the run game, and we're going to beat that ass 31 to, uh, to 17. Boom. Write it down, put it on the board, call 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 your bookie, bet all your money. It's gonna happen. I like the confidence, man. I like the confidence. I can dig it. That's the vibe I can roll with. I, I try to stay level headed 
Oh, I am. Uh, Evan calls me on the show all the time. He calls me the eternal optimist because I've always just <laughs> right. been, you know, a little bit of a homer at heart. Yeah. And I feel like if you truly love the team, you have to. But um, I would love to believe they come in there and whoop up on that ass in New Orleans. But I just need to see it first. I, I need to see yeah. football that isn't as sloppy as I think it's going to be. Because, you know, while the Bucks did get a head start back in the spring, still was no preseason. So I think we're going to see some ugly football especially ugly week one football this Sunday, but I think they can pull it out. Yeah. I mean, I was worried about that too, but then after watching the Kansas city game, there wasn't a whole lot of penalties. There wasn't a whole lot of sloppy football there. So they kind of put it together. So I don't know. Like I said, my main reason for this prediction is if, if there's one thing about Tom Brady, everybody knows whether you hate him or love him. And most people hate him when the guy gets some bulletin board material, like when Cam Jordan, said that Drew Brees was the best quarterback of all time. When Cam Jordan said that we're playing for second place, uh, that kind of thing to Brady is a challenge. And Brady is the most competitive football player I have seen in our generation, you know, in the last 20 years. So this guy, you, you, you talk that smack to Brady. Also, he has this chip on his shoulder called Bill Belichick. He's going out there to prove a point on Sunday. I'd be so scared if I was the Saints fan base. Knowing that Tom Brady is going there with a fire in his gut to beat your ass, that's why I predicted 31 to 17. I mean, they might beat us the second time they play us after we come down from this high and you know we kind of establish everything. But I think they're coming out there guns blazing on Sunday. Big time. I think I think my favorite story that I've heard about this Saints Bucks rivalry this offseason, Sean Payton recently said in a press conference that he had bought like some TB12 branded water. Or like a water bottle from TB12 right. supplements or something, and he kept getting all these emails. So I don't know if he reached out to Tom Brady or one of Tom Brady's people and basically asked them to not do the emails. And then turns out Brady asked them specifically to start sending him two or three times the amount of emails for TB12 products. <laughs> right. So that's pretty good. It's definitely a mental game when it comes to stuff like that. I love it. We're talking to uh, Rhett Matthew, the host of the Cannon Fire podcast. You can hear uh, him and Evan. They do a great job with the podcast. Uh, uh, giving you good bucks content and, uh, and pretty much on every platform. Now, these guys are all over it. Uh, the great YouTube channel, Cannon Fire uh, Pod on everything. So go look for them. We'll post up links to our Facebook page and all of that. Uh, before we let you go, uh, Rhett, we got we to gotta do it. I hate it. We got to give a prediction on the, on the record for the season. Uh, get, we'll, we'll wait for last. You're the, you're the host of the Cannon Fire Podcast. I'll let you go last. Will, <laughs> what do you got? Oh, I don't like that sigh, dude. I know. I know you don't. I, I actually, I was looking at the schedule this year, and I, I think they got a really good chance to win a lot of football games this year. But I feel like I also say this every year. Yeah. So I'm going to temper my expectations a little bit. Okay. I'm going to say they go 11-5. and five. That's good. That is good. But I'll take it. I, I was looking at it, I was going, oh, they're going 15-1. and one. Uh, that's no. what I was. Yeah, I know. Oh, you so thought Kansas go, City's the one loss? Yes. You're silly. Yeah, I know. So I have to I have to be a little <laughs> bit more realistic. But I think they're going to have a great year. They yeah. may not win the division, but I think they'll definitely make the playoffs this year. Uh, I'm very excited as a as a Buccaneer fan. Mm-hmm. So 11 and five. Uh, that that's that's very reasonable, and that's right exactly where I'm at too. I'm at 11 and five. It's what I got after I went over and did realistic guesses on these games. There's going to be a letdown or two. We're going to have some weird game where, like, the Raiders beat us or the Rams beat us. Uh, but also, Kansas City, you, you know, I'm just going to throw an L there. Even though we could win that game, it's going to be a badass game. It's going to well, be we're an gonna, epic battle. We're going to find out. It, because it, it, 
totally should have been it should have been prime time. I'm kind of mad that it wasn't. It might get flexed, right? Is it flexible? Yeah. I don't know if it yeah. is, but it should have Maybe. been. Yeah, that's stupid. That's going to be like the game of the week. We're going to learn a lot uh, on Sunday about <laughs> what this team is because we don't we don't really know. I mean, it's it's totally you well, know it's not a complete rebuild, but it's brand new, new quarterback. Yes, it's Tom Brady. We're going to find out what, but what they are. But we won't see the whole picture, though. Uh, sure, but we're going to have a very good idea. You know, the year we won the Super Bowl, we lost to the Saints in game one. Mm-hmm. So just so you know, a little tidbit there. Um, really bad one, too. It was a bad loss. I remember it was something stupid at the end where we fumbled at the end or some crap. Uh, but the Bucks' offense started off really slow the Super Bowl year, and then they kind of picked it up. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm saying 11-5 and five also. I'm thinking split with the Saints. I'm, you know, like I told you, I I don't expect to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, but there's gonna be some there's gonna be some weird little like, like you wouldn't be shocked if Atlanta beat us once. You know what I mean? Like they got a good team, so it's like it's the NFL, it's a tough division. It's the it might NFL. be the toughest yeah. one in football. But so I yeah. but they had they added a wild card team this year. So if we don't make the playoffs, with I think seven teams get in from each division. If we don't make the playoffs, it it will be an epic. Epic failure. I, I, there's no other way to say it. If we don't make the playoffs, I may, I may die of uh, depression. Nineteen, I may. Uh, <laughs> Rhett, thanks a lot, dude. Really appreciate it. Uh, Monday nights, you're locked in after every game. Yes, sir. I'm uh, looking forward to it, man. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. All right, buddy. Starting Monday, we're back in our regular schedule. Of course, we'll do Tuesdays when the Bucks have Monday night football. Uh, but go ahead and follow Rhett on all social media at Rheticus. It's uh, R-H-E-A-K-U-S. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Go on. R-H-E-T-T-A-K-U-S. Nailed it. Did I? You got yeah. it. Damn, I'm good. Yes, sir. All right, there you go. <laughs> uh, I should, like, go challenge Indian children at Spelling Bees. <laughs> you should. Uh, follow him on everything <laughs> and listen to his podcast. Show some love uh, to the host of the Cannon Fire podcast and, of course, our guest every week for the Bucks break here on the John B. Show. What are you doing for the game on Sunday? Uh, probably working for the first half of it, to be honest with you. I really got to figure oh. out what time I get off. Dude, you better fake uh, sick. Do, what are you doing? I, I know, man. But uh. Uh, if I do get off in time, hopefully I'll be home watching it right here on the kids' ouch. There you go. Well, have fun with that. Uh, thanks a lot, Rhett. Talk to you Monday, bud. Hell yeah, man. Looking forward to a really good season. Go All Bucks, right. Go Bucks. Hey, man. Later. There you go. Um, Rhett Matthew, everybody. Uh, very passionate Bucks fan, mm-hmm. uh, like like all of us. I like I like Bucks podcast by fans because y- you feel like you're just sitting at a bar talking to somebody like yourself. You know what I mean? Like I also like the ones by media members that are you know unbiased allegedly. You know what I mean? But sure. uh, but I, I I soak it all in. Any I can, anything I can, I listen to like a, a Bucks podcast from Tallahassee today. I I'll take in any content I can. So. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, we're still planning on going out to a Big Storm. Uh, I think you ruined it, honestly. I think you jinxed it. I hope it. not. I hope not, dude. I really don't. Oh, well, you opened your mouth. Yeah. So this I is know. the repercussions that we must face. But as of right now, yeah, I'm planning on being there. Uh, a big announcement for everybody. Uh, I will be doing a, a special 10 a.m. broadcast right here on 1025 The Bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have an official name, but uh, I think you will also be joining me, hopefully. Perhaps, yeah. Um, but I'll we'll be piping in. But it's basically a Bucks pregame show right before Bone Fantasy Live. So before they talk fantasy football, we're going to talk football, football for one hour. And uh, I've been coming up with some creative names in case we you know somehow we lock in that time slot on on football season. I was thinking like maybe like the 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 the, the Bucks brunch. 
or oh, or okay. something like that. That's cute. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like that. and we'll uh, what I'll do is I'll I'll make like some sort of breakfast item and I'll de- I'll describe what I'm eating during the broadcast. Huh? Ash with shape. Oh yeah, I ladies. Like All right, we got to take a break. Uh, we, we come back. Uh, following on with our feel good freestyle foodie Friday night, I have a foodie crush, uh, question for you folks. I want to know if you used to live in another city and there's a certain cuisine in that city that you long for all the time. Maybe you go get it around here, but it's just not the same. They don't do it like your city did it. Um, Because I have one from a city I lived in. We'll talk about it, and we'll take your phone calls when we come back. It's the Johnny B Show on 102.5 The Bone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.